This is not going public, is it? Welcome to La Casita Martinez, where we indulge in the art of deep conversation and vulnerability in pursuit of self-love, self-expression, and self-value. I am your host, Samantha Martinez. On this week's episode, we're talking to my friend, Brandon Henson, about his journey towards self-love and self-acceptance as a black male. What do you love about yourself? Oh, I love this question. I love my smile as I just smile. But I and love you didn't my... have braces, which I just found out. That's crazy to me. No, I never had braces. Not saying anything bad about people that have braces, <laughs> but hi. <laughs> I made it to the show, Sam. <laughs> I'm so excited because you will be a regular. Um, yes. So get used to seeing me so and listening to, to my voice. Yes. And yes. seeing your beautiful face. Um, so I wanted to start this episode with how we became friends and something about me that I don't know, some people may know or may not. I can tell within two minutes if I'm going to be friends with someone. Like if your vibes are right, if they, if our vibes connect, I know quickly, right? Um, And that doesn't mean I'm like mean or like write someone off if they're not, but I'm like, okay, now I'm going to pour energy into this Mm -hmm, relationship because mm -hmm. I feel like we would be friends. And I'm very particular with who I'm friends with. I have a very close circle because I want to always be authentic. Like I don't ever want to be fake. And with you, we met at a teacher onboarding orientation. orientation. Mm -hmm. You were the only male only black male teacher right and so we were both coming from new york which we didn't know until we did introductions and i was like hold up and then but your face was just like don't talk to me i'm here to work i'm not here to make friends keep it moving rbf rbf and i was like "Uh uh-uh this is gonna be my friend and i broke that shell and here we are you did it's not easy it is not easy to break that shell with me. And we can go into why, you yeah. know, in a bit, but it's, right. it's not right. that easy. But you did a really good job and you were consistent. Of course, because I knew it. I know my intuition. <laughs> Two minutes, I'm like, okay. And it's almost like a, a touch one. of discernment. Like you mm. can discern the energy of someone else and that could be the spiritual side, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you just feel the vibe. Right. So right. it's almost like when you do, I guess, that dance where you then send the energy oh, yeah, away yeah. to the next person. You just knew. Yeah. And I was even paying attention to that. I'm like, why do I got to sit in this orientation Mm -hmm. and what's next? Mm -hmm. And let me just get through all these little things to get back to what I really need Mm -hmm. to be doing as a teacher. Right. But yes. So here we are today. Brandon Henson, my BFF. (laughs) Tell us, who is Brandon? Brandon is, I call myself an onion, but now Mm -hmm. I'm going to say a cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing, but. Don't don't pick onion. (laughs) Okay, but they're healthy, and so is cabbage, and cabbage gives gives me gas, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I think it gives you bad breath. (laughs) It does. But so in the context of layers, we all are like layered Mm -hmm. in some way, but I I feel like I unravel a layer every year, every day, Mm -hmm. every week. There's something new I'm learning about myself, but Brandon is educated, he's funny, he's a light, he's joyous, he's positive, Mm -hmm. he's just so many more things than just what people see mm-hmm. and realize. My grandmother just told me, I think two weeks ago, she's learning so much about me now. Mm. I'm like, I love that because... And I think that's because you're learning so much about you. 
and actively choosing to show that to share mm-hmm. and share like yeah share is a better word to, with the world mm-hmm. and say that this is who I am and this is who I've learned who I am mm-hmm. I'm confident in that so accept it mm-hmm. and if you don't I'll still be Brandon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but cabbage isn't like I'd say cabbage because it's bigger than an onion but there's so many deeper mm-hmm. layers into the core of who I am that I didn't realize that I possessed mm-hmm. so the things I mentioned they're great but I'm learning so much more even mm-hmm. outside of that so Brandon is a whole lot so let me ask you <laughs> why was it when I met you and when other people have me because I was I'm not the first person to tell you that that you come with like a a guard you mm-hmm. have a very strong guard up um, why is that? The easiest and quickest way to answer that question is over the years, I've built that wall and it's been cemented to the point where like people can't get through it, which is why I made the point. You did a very good job of being consistent and breaking that wall down mm-hmm. piece by piece or brick mm-hmm. by brick or however you want to look at mm-hmm. it. Um, and not letting people in. And the reason why is because I was hurt so much by certain people mm-hmm in my life or that world were not close to me that it made me just guard everyone Mm -hmm. even family it Mm -hmm. wasn't like there was no you know exceptions like you are a person you could hurt me Mm -hmm. the walls up right right. nothing is going to change that but because of your persistence and i would even say to give you shine authenticity with just who you are Mm -hmm. i felt comfortable enough to be who i am Mm -hmm. and start brick by brick or piece by piece letting you in Mm -hmm. and now I feel like I tell you everything Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. don't um feel bad for it don't like have shame or guilt behind it just love to share Mm -hmm. when in the past I would barely say maybe seven words Mm -hmm. you know to someone an introduction but that's Um, so beautiful about friendship like mm -hmm. who wants a friend that it's like okay here's a little piece or on the opposite end like pulling teeth like tell me a little bit more you know like I'm sure, and I've told you this before, I'm sure people have given up on a relationship with you, a yes. friendship with you, because it's work. Yes. It's work to be your friend. But yes. I knew I wanted to, and that it was worth it, so I did that work. Um, something that we share, that we have a lot of things in common. I mentioned the New York thing. Um, spiritually, we're both people of faith, um, people of color, and educators, which is what I wanted to get to because I have a heart for educating children of color. And we've talked about this before, you as well. I mean, you're an excellent educator, but I have a heart for kids who are bullied, kids who are picked on in elementary school. Like, I do not stand for that. Tell us about when or the time that this started for you where you as a little black boy felt that guard because the guard went up when you were young yes right okay can you tell us about because you you have shared with me the day it happened when it started yeah i think i definitely have shared that and shout out to educators and education Mm -hmm. around the world because education is not easy but it's rewarding um i would say fifth grade was probably like a solid time that i realized that i was different I came across to others as like not accepted in some ways or being made fun of. And Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say bully because no one ever Mm -hmm. bullied me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even let that happen. But um, that's when I noticed the difference between friend groups and black boys like me and other races Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And just having to unpack that as a fifth grader Mm -hmm. was hard. Mm -hmm. So that's when the foundation started for the wall building. 
So at that point, I'm starting to build a foundation. And you say fifth grade beyond, here I am now, a 32-year-old male. Mm -hmm. That wall goes way Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) And it's built tough to last. (laughs) So we're not talking about, you know, the fairy tale, uh, three little pigs. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about a wall of, you know, a straw or clay. Brick. Brick. So it's hard to get through that. And to your point about losing relationships, yes, I think people probably have walked away because they're like, this guy, it's Mm -hmm. just something's, you know, something's up with him or like Mm -hmm. he's something's wrong with him. Mm -hmm. And not realizing that we all have baggage. We have things that we carry with us Mm -hmm. and where that comes from. But people that take time with that and be like, I'm going to get to know him because there's a reason why he's probably like Mm -hmm. that. And I want to know what that reason is Mm -hmm. so I can either support him be his friend or understand, understand his journey. That yeah, and I think that's what it is for me is understand because as educators, then I can apply that to other children. Absolutely, right? And say, okay, because I'm happening? not the only one that was going right. through that. Mm-hmm. I may have felt like it because it was just me in my own brain or my head <clears throat> thinking about it. But mm-hmm. now as an adult, I'm like, as a teacher, I'm like, all of these scholars around in this classroom, they all have their own journey, right? But there is someone just like me in one of those classrooms mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. growing up, building that same foundation mm-hmm. and that wall, mm-hmm. which is why people that are passionate about education like us and have that heart have the greatest impact yeah. because we're not thinking about just the content that's being taught. We're right. thinking about the lives that are in front of us and what they're going through, mm-hmm. and what they bring to that classroom mm-hmm. every day, including us as teachers right? because we're coming and bringing mm-hmm. stuff in. Mm-hmm. But yes, that wall was built since fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now... I would even say to help you, I guess, transition, we're going to go to the next topic. The wall is being broken down. And there's a reason why. Yeah. Since fifth grade. Yes. <laughs> and on top of that, being a male, being a black male, it's so taboo. I mean, in our communities, mental health, seeking therapy is stigmatized. But being vulnerable, showing emotion, being soft is not a thing in mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're a black male, mm-hmm. right? So how did that play a part into building that wall as well? Growing up in church, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned this to you, it's like you have to pray stuff away, you have a meeting with the pastor, mm-hmm. you seek an elder or some adult that has wisdom or like has maybe traveled that journey or that mm-hmm. path, and you try to figure out through their words what that's like. Mm-hmm. That was me. Mm-hmm. And... I realized at that young age, this is not enough. So I didn't have therapy as a child. Like mm-hmm. I never went through therapy. It wasn't encouraged. It wasn't something that was like, oh, we need to put him in therapy because mm-hmm. he's right. depressed. Right. So I definitely went through depression. But I never had that moment where I was like, I need to go and speak to a doctor, some you know professional mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know medical um, provider or someone about right. how I was feeling. It was just don't share with family, mm-hmm. hold it all in, mm-hmm. don't really know how to deal with these emotions. I wasn't a violent child, so mm-hmm. I wasn't like throwing things right, and like beating right. people up and mm-hmm. drawing some like really dark pictures, but mm-hmm. I was internally dying Internalizing inside. Internalizing everything, yeah. And did mm-hmm. not have any like real places or people to go to to say, this is what I'm going mm-hmm. through. Can you help me understand mm-hmm. how to deal with that? So I just kept building the wall. The wall just got even bigger. You know, like even when I would, let's say, confide in someone and Mm -hmm. say, this is what's going on and maybe like dance around the subject or like stop at certain points. Mm -hmm. They can't really help you because they don't know what you're really saying. Right. You know, you're saying, oh, I'm just sad. Well, why? Mm -hmm. Oh, I got made fun of at school today. Why? 
<laughs> having a you know yeah. a moment where you can't really say because you're mm -hmm. like well if i tell you this are you gonna judge me mm -hmm. and say yeah oh no we don't talk about that in this family are you just gonna let it rock and like, oh you'll be fine or mm -hmm. just you know we'll pray about it right now and then you know the lord will take care of that yeah yeah no that's not it mm -hmm. there's so much more to that and again there's families that still kind of stay in that place right. where that's all they know mm -hmm. and i'm like I knew as an adult now, I'm like, there's so much more that I need to be discussing and unpacking and going backwards to figure out why I was mm -hmm. the way I was and how I got to this point and making sense of like healing mm -hmm. and that pathway to healing right? and right. learning more about myself. And I think it's so important to share your story because we know the, the numbers and the data around men and mental health and they don't share their emotions and they don't seek therapy because they have to be the head of the households, they have to be the strong, you know, type, they have to be um, this macho, mm -hmm. you know, masculine men. I don't and even add hyper masculine, right? In the many, mm -hmm. you know, spaces and families. Which is so hurtful for the men, which then turns to the families, you know, it hurts the people that it affects the people they're close to if mm -hmm. they're not okay, mm -hmm. just like anyone else, right? You can't pour into others if you don't have anything inside, Absolutely. you know, for yourself. So, I'm so happy that we're able to share your story and walk us through the journey. Like when was it that you're like, okay, it's time to do this for myself and kind of that journey that has led you to where you are now, where you are at least with me joyous and you're happy and you're always joking and a smile on your face. Yes. And you're just like, you feel lighter. You Thank light God up a room. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like your your relationship with the Lord is a huge part of that, which I wanted to note that we both come from um, religious families. We have faith. And so it's not one or the other. It's both. Right. So you absolutely, I believe, have to pray for peace, for joy, but you also have to act on it. Right. And seek therapy or professional help. It's not one or the other. Um, so walk us through that journey. How did oh, you? She gave me start? so much to respond to. <laughs> I want to jump back to one tab, and I'm gonna do jump it. back to another okay, tab. I have it, a lot of tabs it. open in my brain. <laughs> um, one thing I will say is to the point about the hypermasculine part that you mentioned mm -hmm. is I was that young man that didn't fit that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I wanted to touch on that because mm -hmm. that's when I also realized that I can't even go to men that mm -hmm. I think I can confide in because if I say something that doesn't fit what they think mm -hmm. as what a man should be. Mm -hmm. I'm automatically going to be judged or feel shame or guilt because I'm not even matching their energy and how yeah. a man should be yeah. perceiving themselves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I didn't grow up with a dad. So mm -hmm. he was around, but I didn't really have a good relationship with him. Right. I knew him and, you know, all of those things. But I missed out on a lot of that going to another male mm -hmm. and I would even say black male to discuss what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. So because to that point about black men not knowing how to unpack emotions and deal with that. They then grow up being these human beings that don't know how to express emotions themselves or yeah. even listen to someone that right. can even have them express emotions mm -hmm. to them. Yeah, so, it's so I didn't fit that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Generational. I didn't fit that box of like what a hyper masculine or a mm -hmm. masculine male should be. Mm -hmm. So I definitely shied away mm -hmm. from going to another male, specifically black, another black right. male anyway, to talk about a lot of issues I had. Journey. Next tab. Um, <laughs> pandemic. During yes. the pandemic, I realized I said, I need a change. I think that's the time everyone slowed down and just had a mm -hmm. lot of light bulbs come mm -hmm. on. And one of my light bulbs that came on was the fact that I need to talk to a professional mm -hmm. about 
my feelings Mm -hmm. because I had to sit with myself. I was in Queens, New York, like literally in isolation. Mm -hmm. New York was definitely a scary place during the pandemic. But it was like, I need to seek help. Mm -hmm. I need to seek help because if we're going to be living like this, like say Mm -hmm. for the next year or so, I can't be in this apartment just going crazy and just having all these emotions that I don't know how to process and Mm -hmm. like where this stuff coming from. Mm -hmm. So a really good friend of mine, Cole and my brother, um, reached out to me and gave me this link called Headway. Mm -hmm. And Headway was just a pathway for me to seek medical help, a therapist or a licensed, you know, Mm -hmm. professional to just talk about whatever. And even when looking, I had to look for certain parameters of like, who am I looking for in this therapist? Am I looking for a black male? Am Mm -hmm. I looking for someone that's um, also gay? Am I looking for someone that is only in New York? Am I looking for Mm -hmm. someone that's a therapist versus a, I guess there's a title that's therapist and there's another title that they use. Possibly, yeah. Um, But they had these like filters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I just searched and I said, let me just find this black male. And he was the most unprofessional guy that I could the black man that I could meet mm-hmm. that was supposed to be you know like a licensed person mm-hmm. to discuss these things and I was like oh this is not it mm-hmm. and it reminded me of my childhood mm-hmm. I'm like this is why I can't go to black men because when I really? went to him he was like questioning what I was saying giving him giving his opinion to me and I'm like I don't think you're supposed to be doing that hmm. you're supposed to be listening yeah. and helping me like questioning what I'm saying mm-hmm. to help me go backwards and figure out where the root of this stuff is coming mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. So when I realized I need to find someone else, I found another therapist and realized that this was great for me. Mm-hmm. I have an unbiased opinion, someone that does not know me. I'm starting from scratch, ground zero, and I'm going deep. Because mm-hmm. I'm not one that's going to now I have to dance around the subject. Right. I want to tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. I want to give you the real. Cause this, I, yeah. And I told him um, to this day, and Brandon, shout out to you because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever hear this, I'm, I like I said, listen, you have to ask me questions that are deep. You mm-hmm. got to ask me questions that's going to make me think and go backwards. Meaning, tell so you. So you were how telling your therapist happened. what to do. <laughs> this is how our <laughs> session's going. This is what I want. I'm not kidding. I, said, I know you're not kidding. <laughs> telling me about podcasts, books, websites to look at. That's nice, but we got to go deep. We have to talk about what I went through. Mm-hmm. Because all those other stories are their stories. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you mine. Mm-hmm. So if you recommend me to go watch this show or this podcast, I, I will do it eventually. But we had to get down to who Brandon mm-hmm. is and how did he get to this point. Mm-hmm. And I'd said that. And I mean, it sounds bossy and it sounds like ridiculous. But first of all, I'm like, I'm paying for this. Right. Or my insurance <laughs> is paying for this. But then second, <laughs> like, uh-huh. listen, I don't want to be wasting an hour in a session of right. you just... I don't know, feeling me out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, can I just let you know what's up? Mm-hmm. So ask me direct questions. Don't ask me questions that are going to be like, so how was your day? Mm-hmm. And how are you feeling right now? And what happened at work? And no, ask mm-hmm. me what happened on that um, playground or, mm-hmm. you know, at the pool that day or, right. you know, in fifth grade or mm-hmm. when you realize whatever. So I can give you the real deal. Mm-hmm. We can really talk about what's happening and yeah. what's in this brain. Um, so long story less long. The point I'm making is the pandemic opened up that I needed to get help. Mm-hmm. And I think just sitting in that silence of like just Brandon himself, mm-hmm. no other distractions besides working from home, but nothing else going on. I had to sit with me. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. let's take this step. Let's do this. And I didn't consult with anyone. 
I didn't ask questions. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, well, have you had a therapist? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what is it like? And right. do you like them? I didn't do any of that because I figured once I did that, people would get in my head and be like, well, no, don't do that. You don't mm-hmm. need to talk to mm-hmm. a therapist. Like, you're mm-hmm. fine. You're, you know, you're always smiling because I'm the strong it. one. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's supposed to be like, oh, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll be fine. Or, oh, you know, it'll go away when you get up and everything mm-hmm. will be okay. No. I was like, I can't do this for me. Mm-hmm. So I just made the decision. I did the search, started having my session. And here I am, I think now, what? Probably, I guess, two and a half years mm-hmm. in with Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it's still like web conferencing to how we meet. Yeah. But it's so amazing to just be in a space that I can literally tell him what is going on. Mm-hmm. And it goes beyond just my day. Right. The past two weeks that we've met or the mm-hmm. month, it goes way back mm-hmm. to when I was 10 years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. And then we fast forward and go backwards and, you know, go down the journey. But mm-hmm. it's just such a blessing, I'll say. So let me ask you this, because obviously we're huge. We're huge advocates for therapy, seeking professional help. But that's once a week or however you schedule that time. What do you do on the daily that helps you? With your self-love, joy, self-acceptance, and loving who Brandon is? That's a great question. It's a good therapy question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you mentioned, you know, faith and Mm -hmm. spirituality and relationship with the Lord. Yes, that's like the core. Mm -hmm. So reading my, you know, word and devotional and praying, that Mm -hmm. time is essential, you know, to set the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. But even outside of that, I've now gone to the fashion of listening to podcasts, Mm -hmm. being educated, listening to other, you know, concepts, well, not concepts, but um, perspectives Mm -hmm. about things that black men go through and surrounding myself with good people, Mm -hmm. being careful what I'm watching, what I'm listening to. Um, journaling, like mm-hmm. sitting and taking time to do gratitude, mm-hmm. thinking about what I'm grateful for in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I'll share one now if I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yesterday I was thinking about, I was like, God, thank you for never giving up on me, mm-hmm. causing me to not ever give up on myself. Mm-hmm. Because at one point I did. Yeah. Different episode, longer yeah. story, but I'll close that tavern now, mm-hmm. hold it. Yeah. But I will say that was, I was like, thank you for not giving up on mm-hmm. me. Because you haven't, I didn't give up on myself. And I just sat with that yeah. for a minute. And I was like, gosh, look at how far I've come. Right. And then it made me go deeper and think, well, what would I say to myself when I was 10, mm-hmm. 16, 18, mm-hmm. let's say 25? Yeah. Like those different ages mm-hmm. when I can think back to some moments mm-hmm. where I was like having some hard, yeah. dark places and struggled. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like this light that is so many light bulbs that come on that I'm like, I would never go back to that dark place ever again. So some of those little things that I just mentioned Mm -hmm. help me to get through the day, the week, the month, the year. Mm -hmm. And it just it I'm not always journaling. I don't really have time because I'm in school right Mm -hmm. now. But it's things I do in like little short moments. And even if it's just a gratitude moment, that's just thinking. Mm -hmm. But then I say it out loud. Right. I express it verbally. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a long, drawn-out prayer, you know. It's just literally, thank you, Lord, for Mm -hmm. this thing. Right. Or, Brandon, you did an amazing job Mm -hmm. at this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm at the gym, and I'm running, or I'm lifting weights. I'm like, sheesh, you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Hyping yourself up. Yes. You know, because, and if I can go even deeper, in the past, I would be like, oh, you're not good enough. Mm. You can't do that. You're not a runner. Yeah. Like I started running during the pandemic, like serious running during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And even thinking that, like really canceling myself out before I even try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're too big for that shirt. You can't wear a tank top. 
Look how you look right now. You look mm -hmm. disgusting. I would speak so negative to myself. Mm -hmm. So I've had to flip that. Yeah. Shout out to Mel Robbins because she told me how to flip that. And the language that yeah. when you're, you know, using, think about what it feels like when it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. Think about what it's like when you're actually going to enjoy that moment or mm -hmm. whatever the thing is. But flipping my language mm -hmm. and undoing a lot of the stuff that I, you know, ingrained in my brain or in my speech years ago. Because if you speak to yourself like that, you can, you will allow other people to speak to you that way. That's it. And accept that. it. Mm -hmm. And get so used and believe to it. it. Yes. That's it. The believe it part. Believe it and get so used to it that you don't even see yourself on the other side mm -hmm. of that. But during the pandemic, I'm like, you know what? On the other side of this is so much peace, joy, love, mm -hmm. happiness. Even if it's temporary, like, you know, happiness can be temporary, mm -hmm. but... Even as for a short moment, right. it's on the other side. So I had to take that step. Mm -hmm. And if I never took that step, I wouldn't be on this couch mm -hmm. speaking this way. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't even have signed up to do this. Right. Right. Because <laughs> I we wasn't in be this friends. space. No. <laughs> I wasn't in this space yeah. to like entertain spaces like this where I can talk about this mm -hmm. and not feel bad or yeah. shame or even like be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. be like, oh no, I'm not gonna speak about that because yeah. that's not, you know, something that we do. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens in families where there's a cycle of that. Mm -hmm. We don't touch that subject because we don't talk about it. Right. And you never know why. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, right. why not? Yeah. Why can't we you know, yeah. talk about here I am as a male struggling in a school where I don't feel like I'm accepted mm -hmm. because I'm different than other black males or I'm different than the group of friends that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Why am I not being celebrated for who I am? Right. Highlighting that and then share it with the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where joy comes in. Right. And going back to education, that's where so many scholars, and I want you know, get on this topic, but lose their joy so early mm -hmm. in who they are because they realize that difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you realize the difference of like what you see or what you're around, oh, I must don't fit in. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of dim my light and bring this down. Right, right. Because they're the not celebrated for being different. Sounds like we should start a school or something. Yes, <laughs> I agree. And what I'm hearing from you is that it's so intentional. It's not just going to happen. It takes work. It does. You have to wake up every morning and put in the work. Just like if you're going to, you want a great body, you have to put in the work. It's not just going to happen. If you want to get a degree, you have to put in the work, right? It's If you want this for yourself, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a journey. But everything that I'm hearing from you is like you are intentional about being grateful um you are intentional about journaling intentional about working out i know you eat very healthy yes drinking water you're so intentional about the steps that you're taking because now you're seeing the fruits of that absolutely right which yes. is so beautiful so my last question is what do you love about brandon such a good question and i have to say that i love that i am a giver Mm -hmm. I love how I love people. I love how I love teaching, education itself. I love the inner being parts of me that I couldn't mm -hmm. stand prior to um, me growing up into how, who I am now. Mm -hmm. I love how I look. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, I have straight teeth and didn't have braces. Didn't you have know. braces. Shout out to those that had braces. No offense <laughs> to those that you know, still do. But it's one of those things that I realize that there's so much about me that I should be loving. Mm -hmm. How much joy I bring and how much of a light I am to other people's lives and how optimistic I am and positive and just what I share with others and spread that I didn't realize before that mm -hmm. I didn't actually like about myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I love, love, love the inner parts of my personality. 
the fact that I laugh so much and I'm always laughing and making mm-hmm. light of things, but also a serious person at the same time, it's just, and being so versatile mm-hmm. and being able to adapt to settings right, is right. amazing. Um, I love that I'm smart, you know, educated and just <laughs> yeah. being able to just be in certain spaces with other people and mm-hmm. fill them out, but at the same time, get on their level and get above their level or mm-hmm. be around people that are above my level, mm-hmm. but then still learn from them and just be, you know, wise. But there's just so many, back to the cabbage, layers about me that I'm learning and learning to love mm-hmm. and learning to flip how I felt about myself in the past. So it was a lot of love about myself, but Good. some of the big major things, yes. Well, I love Brandon, and I'm so happy you're part of this episode yes, and that you and will you. be on this journey with me as my co-host. So we will see you on the next one. All right. All right. <laughs>